Repeat yourselves, men and women of planet Earth. Come as you are, from work, from taverns, from study, science hall, and all that exists. Come all who are weary of their status quo, bored, hungry, unsatisfied. Join us today at Conscious Speaks. everybody, this is Kelly J, and you're listening to Conscious Speaks, and we are live Thursday, starting today at 1 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, that's a new thing that happened recently, I'm getting used to, instead of Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to be live every Thursday at Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. I'm so excited to be here. It's our first time going to terrestrial radio, so everyone who's followed along on the journey and is listening today, thank you so much for your support. It's been Six plus years of my spiritual living and growing out loud transformation journey. So many things have happened uh, in the dark and the light and so much love in the dark and the light. And it has propelled us through to today. So it's our inaugural day for Conscious Speaks. It's a very cool thing. Uh, Conscious Speaks is a worldwide self-love community. We're advocates for spiritual awakening so we can create a world to live in that's free from fear. So people can lose judgment, lose um, back negative back talk, negative self talk of self and others, so that we can all walk around here in this beautiful place that we live, planet Earth, free to love from our big beautiful open hearts. There's enough room here for everyone. There's enough resources for everyone. There's enough places for us to move around and see. No one has to be trapped, right? So once we can free our mind from the conditioned thinking that we've acquired along the way, we really are free from heart. Um, we are free to live from our heart, and that's where we get to connect to consciousness, like true consciousness, to be above the mind. So that's a little bit about um, my journey bringing uh, this beautiful radio show to, uh, to this cool station, Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Uh, we're going to specially, uh, especially look at um, bringing other healers, coaches, and guides onto the show. I, um, I really feel like throughout my journey that I have come to a point where I can um, give others a platform to speak and share. We're, we're a moving and growing forward species, you know, uh, people. And so as we rise up, others are rising too. And so we have to make our tables bigger. We have to move out of the way. We take the eye way far away from the center, and then we bring everyone together. So we are going to have special guests on each show. Healers that have written a book, they're authors that have created a process to help others and share through their awakening journeys, uh, through what inspired them to that, that place where you hit that dark night of the soul to open up and really free yourself. Nothing's new on planet Earth. There's just, there's just different ways that we deliver it. So uh, Conscious Speaks is going to be a platform for healers to come and share and create audio healing books with um, our listeners out there and all over the world. Uh, you know, the phone lines. This is a talk radio station, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, we're going to start opening the phone lines up in like about the last 11 minutes of the show. So if you're listening to the show and you hear something and you have a question, if it sparks your soul strand, that's the time for you to, uh, you'll have time, I should say, to uh, wait to the bottom of the show and then call in. And that'll be open to the special guests that are on the show and myself as well. So that's something that um, I wasn't aware that I was going to do, but it was shown to me to really work with this talk radio medium and allow people to call in and really reach out and ask some questions and uh, get some answers, right? 
I'm going to catch my breath here. <laughs> we also uh, are going to take it uh, into uh, a, a special spot in the middle of the segment where I'm going to play a song. I have um, Dawn Avery's permission to use her music on the radio show. She is an amazing um, artist that is a spiritual teacher and guide, and she teaches through storytelling, through her Mohawk a Native American heritage. And uh, she's worldwide, and I, uh, I'm really thankful to use her Chakra Rapidly Approaching Ecstasy CD. So that's the music you're hearing in the outro and the intro. And uh, we'll be playing a song in the middle of the show where everyone gets to take a little break. Today, because I'm the special guest, Eric, who's my engineer. Hi, Eric. Say hi. Hey, it's Eric Ryder, and so glad to uh, have you here. And uh, we've been talking about the show here from the last week and getting ready for it. So it's really uh, exciting now to finally come to fruition. <laughs> Eric Ryder is so cool. He is literally going to be my new BFF, and that's important. Um, engineers make everything happen. They are like the drummer in the band, right? <laughs> <laughs> we try and keep it on time anyway. <laughs> I, I really like this guy. He's helped me. Um, I didn't think I would get emotional, but I thought, oh, I'm going to this professional radio station. And every every station I've been at is professional, but I should use the word terrestrial. So we're out live and there's yeah. people that made a big difference, don't you think? I think so. Yeah, there's something special about feeding it out into the airwaves and then having people that may not even know that they're going to be listening to the show, you know, catch it and and listen to it and, and kind of stumble across it. You know, it's it's a lot different than, you know, where just a podcast where you're searching out something specifically. It's it's kind of a nice thing because we're we're almost putting the welcome mat out there for people to come in and, and spend this time with us. I like that. I like how you said the welcome mat at um, Internal Journeys, which sparked my spiritual transformation. Um we, um, we always say, are you all in? You know, I love that in word, internal, welcome, in, welcoming yeah. um, people out there accidentally that might cross, you know, cross the dial, right? That's right. I could feel my heart. It's a little, um, you know, a little going, hey, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it shows honor and respect, I yeah. think. When we become a little nervous sometimes, um, if anyone out there is listening, it's an emotional cue, and we can use our emotional cues for a positive or a negative influence. It's how we look at it. So a lot of times if our heart starts beating fast or we get a little nervous, we're taught that, um, that that's anxiety or stress, and then we should shame it. But the truth is it might be a cue to show you that you're doing something exciting or something really good's coming. So you can slow down and go, oh, this feeling is something I could be with. I could coast with it, right? I could ride this wave instead of turning it up because what happens when we turn it up the heart goes a little bit too fast we get a little bit too stressed we invite the mind back in and it starts to go and it could take us away from the truth which is that we're allowed to honor every physical thing that happens in our body and we can choose to see it through a light or a dark lens and so when we start retraining ourselves to look through the light lens you know um, you know, to honor being nervous sometimes, yeah. then I think we open up that doorway for, uh, for peace and harmony to come back quicker. What do mm. you think? Yeah, well, that's a great way to think about it. I got to be honest that I haven't 
thought of it that way in the past because usually feeling nervous uh, is not a great feeling for me, but it, it happens a lot. So I think maybe time to embrace it and time to look at it uh, in a different way, like you just suggested. Yes, yes. So. Well, um, it's cool that you say that to, to look at it in a different way because it's part of the heart and soul of internal journeys and our self-love mastery work is to really flip the switch and go, well, we've been taught to look at it this way, but what if I... What if I flip that around and, and I choose to use this lens to look at it? Mm-hmm. What if I slow down for a second instead of running into that feeling and hitting myself on the wall, the emotional wall, right? And I go, oh, I get to be with this. I get to honor me. I get to honor, we call it our shine bright frequency. It's whoever we've come to be in our, in our spectrum of our light and dark. Each person's spectrum is beautiful, exactly as it's supposed to be. A lot of times it's uh, I'll talk to my clients and I say, you know, we I, I always end up going back to Tigger and Pooh, you know, and uh, Rabbit and everyone because you know, Winnie you, the Pooh, you yeah, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. You can't. And everyone needs an Eeyore. Everyone needs a rabbit. Everyone <laughs> needs, you know, and when we honor that we're an Eeyore, then we could say, hey, maybe that gray cloud's coming, but I know how to shine bright in my gray cloud. I'm not afraid of being gray now that I know I don't have to shame it. Hmm. And so when we honor our frequency of light and dark for who we came to be, not who others need us to be or who we've thought we've had to become along the way, then we really get to start honoring those moments. I, I, I liken it to, you know, there's a magenta, there's fuchsia, there's a maroon. And if you are that color, if that's part of your color frequency, your, mm-hmm. um, your harmonic keys, it's going to shift. But we don't have to. Yeah. And we, we see a lot of magenta around here, by the way, because of the T-Mo- T-Mobile headquarters are actually <laughs> within our building and surrounding our building here. So it's magenta all the time. <laughs> so coming to terms with that color is probably a good thing, too. I want to coin that um, hashtag magenta all the time, yeah. especially since it's one of the highest spiritual colors that you can attain when you're looking to work with color. Oh, okay. Um, it is. It's the crowning color. And so, um, yeah, magenta all night long, right? <laughs> say say more about that. You said that that's one of the highest colors. What are some of the other colors? What do they mean? Where where does that come from? I like to... Um, I've, I've, st- I've, I've spent my life as a lifelong seeker. Mm-hmm. So it, everything from war, leaders, politics, religion, um, you know, and spiritual practices. And so when we look at color theory, it's, it's really people, you know, I'm talking about chakras. But technically, you use color theory in music. Um, you use it um, to color create, like um, in the spectrum of light and dark, even the infrared rays. You know, there's color is everything. And we don't even see half of them. So uh, really, and we don't see our chakras either, per se. <laughs> but when I say that purple, the fuchsia, the highest, it's your crown. So we move through our root chakra, which okay. is the red, and that's one. And then there, and it's interesting because we've been talking about chakras today because rapidly approaching ecstasy CD right. is a chakra healing CD, anyone out there listening. And there's a really great meditation for chakra one through three at the end of that CD, and I highly recommend it. Um, Don Avery and Larry Mitchell, you can actually buy that CD um, um, from her CD baby or donavery.com. It's, it's, I live by the CD and have used it throughout my whole spiritual journey. And um, so when we, uh, root one is the red chakra, and then two is our, um, it's uh, the sacral, and that's orange, right? So orange, and that's, uh, and then we move up to solar, which is yellow, like the sun, right? That's a yellow chakra. 
And then we move up to heart, which is uh, our center. That's our balance, right? So, and that's green. That's anahartha. That's that green heart chakra. And then when we move upwards from chakra, we go to throat. Now, throat is blue, and it's about speaking your truth. So it's interesting, and it's not um, an accident. That's, that's the color of the logo for internal narcissists, internal journeys. Um, once we learn and we move from throat chakra, we go up to third eye. And that's like that indigo, um, purplish, um, magenta color. And okay. then we go up to crown, which is clear. Wow. So it's uh, that, that lotus, that exploding thousand petals uh-huh. <laughs> lotus. So it's interesting if you're listening and if you ever um, thought about chakras, but you, it sounds um, like a little bit foreign. It was for me, too, at one point. And there's really, you, you can't make this stuff up. It's not new. I have a client who was telling, talking to me about her daughter doing some color theory work and how um, it attaches to organs. And I said, well, that makes sense because each chakra is attached to an organ and are a part of our system, you know. And uh, so um, emotion and our major organs, every, they, they create our body, our matter. It's where we live. So if things get stored in them. Um, they say through heart math, you know, that heart is really where we take our first breath. It's not from our nose or our throat. We inhale deep from our heart, from the anahartha. And so um, when we start to work with colors, you'll see what you're naturally drawn to. And uh, what's your favorite color, Eric? Probably blue. Probably blue. Throat chakra. (laughs) It would make sense doing what I do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that that clear throat chakra allows you to speak up, to speak your truth, to be open. And you do have a beautiful vibrato. you got a great voice. Oh, well, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Likewise. (laughs) Thanks. So... um, I, this will probably seem like a dumb question for folks that are really far along on their journey, uh, but I know that we're going to have listeners that are, you know, all different paths, and you know, I'm, there's got to be a book probably chakra for dummies. But <laughs> I, I guess uh, the the question is, can you go into a little bit about just what chakras are um, and how they're that's important to you uh, as we, uh, you know continue with the show yeah well i would like to say for anyone out there who's listening brand new to spiritual work or if you just stumbled across that welcome you know that we're out there in this cosmic universe of airtime and space radio airwaves um you know i considered myself a chakra dummy when i first started this when i um started my what i call my true spiritual awakening and i downloaded the book that walked my mind out of darkness uh that i now teach from um I really didn't have that much experience with chakras. I, my whole life was studying thought, and um, it was studying how the mind-body connection work. I didn't know that that would all come to chakras eventually because that is obviously what it is. Um, but from my heart, I was always paying attention to words. I loved words. I listened to what people said. And I grew up with my, who I came to be, was to learn through divorce and perceived abandonment issues in different um, relationships failing and not being able to communicate properly, um, I was I paid attention to those things. So those were my key points. So like when Eric and I were talking earlier about when you get a little nervous or you feel that, you know, maybe a little your hair go up or, um, you know, your heart starts to beat a little bit fast, naturally we're told those are bad cues. I teach that they're good cues if we could slow down and be with them because they're showing us where there might be some contention in our energy force, in, in our life energy force. They call that chi, um, breath, however you connect to your prana. So when we're breathing in and breathing out, that's our life force. And, um, and so I, 
didn't have all these beautiful words so eloquently in my consciousness when I started the journey, but I knew I wanted to, I wanted to be a better person. I knew that there were things that I couldn't reach that were keeping me um, from this true knowledge of peace and atonement. And it was all stuff that I was doing. So I just started to pay attention to myself. Like I always say, I'm my best student. Eric, I always say, you know, I'm like, if I have it, I've tested it out on me. And so what happens is if you don't know about chakras, if it sounds funny, if someone says spiritual and you kind of go, I don't know. If someone says, you know, you know, let's get in touch with your feelings or maybe give it to the universe. I've learned over time that language is the same. It's just semantics. So if you are open enough to go, I don't understand that word. Will you find another word that might help me understand that? That's when these keys can start opening. It's when we don't have, um, when we don't ask a question, we really stymie ourselves for spiritual growth. So if you're brand new and you want to know about chakras, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Okay, here we go. When I get a download, I always know where it is. I was watching Facebook during my first 90-day transformation. I was working really, really hard. There's a great story behind it. I won't go into it now. But you know when you're on Facebook, social media, and you see you're strolling through your stream and you see a quote from someone? Okay, I'm knees deep in this transformation. I'm working deeply. I'm trying to break open all these things inside of me. And there's a quote from Rumi that says, you need to keep breaking your heart until it opens. And I went, what? Oh, my gosh, I got to break open my heart. I had no clue that that's really kind of what I was doing. Mm. So so the Eric's question was really great for people that are out there in your first learning. I was first learning my whole way through the first three years of this journey, and it became the process I now teach from. So I teach uh, quietly and softly. Um, sometimes I could be a little bit a tough mirror to show you if you'll let me what you're what you what you don't want to see. But if you trust someone enough for them to show you as a mirror who you're being, you can break open those frequencies. You can break open your heart um, and you can call it your heart chakra. You can call it breaking up your heart. You can say that you are, you know, breaking down walls. There's all kinds of words that have come, you know, through the years to, to signify really healing the pain that is that wall. We're healing the pain that is that block. We're healing the hurt little child that didn't understand what was going on when adults were going through things and living a life that, as we know as an adult, is very hard to do and uh, have children in the presence of those situations sometimes. So you get to, as an adult, draw a line in the sand, look backwards and go, I want to go figure out how to look at that differently. And what's a chakra? <laughs> how do I break my heart open? Um, you know, there's, a, there's something I suggest to my clients. And I use it regularly for me. If something's on your heart, Google it. Right, Eric? <laughs> or Bing it. Or, or Bing it. Or Yahoo. Or or Yahoo. Yeah, other search engines are available. But yeah, the internet can be your friend. The internet can be your friend. I search it, right? I would go, I'd, I'd search chakras and Christianity, and I'd see where it took me. And I'd end up at this page of this theologian that did all the back work and shows me how chakras are explained in the Bible how it connected to him. You know, they talk about third eye, right? And I'm like, okay, third eye and the Bible. And it's like, basically, Jesus had a Christed mind because he opened his third eye. It's the same thing. To be have a Christed mind is to free ourselves from the things that are blocking us so we can connect to spirit more deeply. And that's third eye. And I thought, well, that's a great, that's a great document. I save all these. Like, if anybody ever found my hard drive, there's all of the, the points that tie it together. 
Um, Internal Journeys Conscious Speaks is non-denominational. We believe in love and fear. It comes in every color, every uh, religion. It comes. Uh, it, it's how we create our world through the positive and the negative energies, which we attach to love and fear. And mind you, there's positive and negative to both of those. Um, I don't want to go too far if you're new, but balancing those on either side is how we really become um, free from fear so we could live from the heart and uh, and attain that crested mind or open that third eye. It's different for everyone. And what I encourage people out there to do if you are hungering for more, if you know there's something you're seeking, is to sit in silence sometimes and just put your hands on your heart and just listen. Sometimes it's really hard because our mind wants to jump. You know, we talked about that earlier. If you start to question something that might be against what you've decided were part of your core values, your heart might race. You might want to close that book. You might want to run from that page or that whatever that person just said that you're like, no. Um, But I always say those are points to look in. Those are points to grow through. Beautiful. Well, tell me a, a little bit about this show, Conscious Speaks Radio. What what inspired you to start the program, and really, what can we expect as listeners tune in every week here, Thursdays at 1? Got to get that plug in so people know where to find us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, Conscious Speaks Radio is live Thursdays at 1 p.m., and that's uh, Pacific Daylight Time. And uh, we're here in Washington State, the Pacific Northwest. I was born and raised here. I always thanked my grandfather for choosing to raise his family here in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up in a place that allowed me to really be free. I didn't grow up around many people, you know, telling me how to think or what to do. And so I got to spend a lot of time really just finding that out on my own. Uh, Internal journeys is where I lead from for my self-mastery courses. That's the website. But internal narcissism is the original journey. And it was a directive given to me from spirit in a dream. And uh, it's learning to love yourself so you can love others when we learn that our true worth and beauty come from the inside, not what we look like on the outside, not what we have. And so it's, uh, it's, it's really turned into over the, uh, the walk to be a hero's journey. And I didn't even know about any of those things yet mm. because we can only see as far as we know. So until you kind of break through those places of knowing so you can grow further, you won't be able to see what else is out there in front of you. So when we do spiritual awakening, we're only becoming more fully who we are by losing the things we don't need that keep us trapped from reaching out further and embracing our world. Conscious Speaks is the evolution of three different radio shows. I received, um, I asked a friend of mine at NWCZ Radio right after I started blogging and downloaded the book that walked my mind out of darkness if I could do a radio show there, a spiritual radio show. And he said, well, come on in. Tell me, tell me what you want to do, Kelly. And I was so nervous because I'd never done radio. I um, was brand new writing and just off, you know, this huge spiritual awakening. And I was full of excitement. And I go to a rock radio station. It's, uh, they do a lot of uh, all music. But he wanted to hear what I had to say. And so I told him what I wanted to do, and he said, Put it together. Do a little pilot and let me know. 
And so we did, and he loved it. And Internal Narcissist Radio was born in Tacoma, Washington, and uh, lived and grew out loud my spiritual transformation journey, having special guests on like we will, independent music artists, and supporting people who were really trying to give back to the community, really living and growing out loud, living their passions and dreams. And I, it's my favorite part of my journey was Internal Narcissist Radio. And um, I took that radio show with me when I went on my spiritual walkabout to uh, L.A. Talk Radio. And then she came back here with me a couple years later. It's been a while and did a little short stint at Pyramid One Radio uh, before I was called to welcome in at a bigger level. And that's why we're here at Alternative Talk Radio. 11.50 a.m., Thursdays at 1 p.m., Conscious Speaks <laughs> with Kelly J. Wright. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, Kelly, uh, well, we've got a, a couple minutes here, and I know we're going to play some music here yeah. in just a couple minutes. Um, but before we do that, uh, let me ask you, uh, what what do you see going forward here in the coming weeks as as people are listening to the show? Are you going to be bringing on guests, or, or is it mostly going to be about you bringing a message of you know consciousness and love? I mean, that's kind of what the title implies. So yeah, I don't right, right. mean to uh, put words in your mouth, but that's what I'm thinking when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what everyone's thinking. Um, my idea at first was to just get uh, back in touch, get in the radio, and really start helping other people find a place to come share their work. I wanted to show other healers and other people who are having spiritual awakenings. I feel it's from and through each other that we grow in our greatest leaps and bounds. And I have a message and a story to share. But I also have a radio show now, and I have a place where I can bring other healers and other um, people that are working in, you know, uh, healing, spiritual awakening, different practices that are guiding and teaching that don't have a radio show that maybe want to. I really want to inspire people to do a more, to remind them, you could do a podcast, you could do a radio show, you've got a book, you've got a message. Sure. You experienced a transformation, you can do it. There's enough room for everyone to shine bright on this planet. And my, my, my truest idea for the show is to help others shine bright. And in doing so, um, I really forgot about myself for a little bit. I think you probably felt that in a couple of our conversations. I, it's been so long since I've done radio, and I was so focused on helping and sharing and bringing other people to the table that I wasn't sure how to bring myself. Oh, my God, I'm almost going to cry. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to bring myself to the table. And, um, and so it's really cool to be here because I'm seeing through you and through other people that, yes, I'm a part of the table um, and I need to be here, too. So we're going to. That's why I decided, you know, yeah, we're talk radio. Let's open up the let's open up and take some calls at the end. Right. Sure. Um, if people want to call and ask a question, uh, I'm here. I, I, I love answering questions. And sometimes the veil of radio is going to allow people to call in and do that a little bit easier than on Facebook or or calling me. Sure. Yeah. And it, there's something about that. Uh, hearing someone's voice uh, that you can really kind of get more of what they're saying than just through an email or, you know, a text or whatever. But, um, yeah, we love hearing from people, regardless of how you communicate. But if you want to call into the show today, 425 
877-373-5527. Write down that number or 888-298-KKNW. Long-term listeners have this tattooed on their brain, no (laughs) doubt. But if you don't, if you're new to the station, 425-373-5527. And we'll take calls here in a few minutes. Sounds good. That sounds good. Did you want to take a break and play the shock room music? Yeah, I think I would. I'd like to play that song by Don Avery, Chakra 3. Okay. Do you want to set this up at all? Do you want to tell us a little bit about Don Avery or save that till we come back? We'll save it till we come back. All right. Very good. Oh, 
Radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Everybody, that was Don Avery and Larry Mitchell. That was Chakra 3 off a rapidly approaching ecstasy. Music for meditation and movement. Really beautiful music. Really beautiful healer, teacher, and humanist, uh, Dawn Avery. You can find more information about her at www.dawnavery.com. She's a worldwide music artist that creates contemporary soundscapes and spiritual pop and classical elements. She also works and does Broadway shows. Um, it, it, there's so many facets to her work, um, and she's the most amazing cellist I've, I've heard. So um, go ahead and check her out and check out her music. You can um, buy that CD. Um, I bought mine on Amazon. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's beautiful and and actually pretty catchy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't had a chance to listen to a lot of her stuff before the show, so it was cool to kind of hear it. And I got to tell you that I was kind of thinking it would be a little more just like droney and, and stuff like that. You know, great stuff for, you know, there's a lot of music like that that's uh, great for like meditating, too, that's really kind of just about kind of just expansion. But this is also actually very catchy, you know, almost like a, a pop song, you know, so uh, hats off to her. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I know. I am so fortunate to found her a gift through my first radio show. Um, Larry Mitchell, who's a Grammy Award winning uh, acoustic guitarist, uh, well, electric guitar, but he uh, he is a friend of friends. And then he came on the show. I met him and then he said, I think you'll love Don's work. And and that's the beauty of connecting when we really go out there and welcome in, you know, bigger groups. We question enough to make those little pin marks in our our layers of thinking to grow forward. And we could find things like like really good music. <laughs> Absolutely. And and speaking of connecting, I want to connect a little more with you, Kelly, okay. and, and find out a little more about you. Um, now, you work as a, a coach. Can you talk to me a little bit about what that work entails and then, um, you know, kind of go from there and, and give me just a little bit about what your work is all about? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. It's uh, my favorite thing. Um, I, through my spiritual awakening and the blogs that I downloaded when I was at the end of another failed relationship and really decided I'd gone as far as I can. Um, I asked, I finally asked the right question of myself and, you know, I've been studying myself, as I said, my whole life, trying to figure out how to do things better, never blaming others. Um, but I don't like, I'd gotten so far and I knew at 43 that, with the patterns that were in my life, they weren't going to give me any more than I had. Like that was my loop. And I at 43 said no more. I remember just sitting down and going no more. I, I got to figure this out. And I was pressing on my mind. I call it when I'm asking for answers. And I thought, you know, what's the only constant in all these relationships? And it was me. And, um, in everything, um, I was only constant in every relationship I create with my money, with my animals, with my family, with work, with my food. I created everything. And it was the hugest epiphany. I knew I was in my relationships with my others. I mean, that's something we all know. We choose that. Sure. But how often do we realize that we're in relationship to everything that we do? We literally, it doesn't happen without us. It takes two, the movement, the meeting. And so I... um Fell, I, I, it's in my book, I fell to the knee, my knees on earth and in my mind. And uh, it, the doorways opened. And for one week at a time over the next 12 weeks, I processed through deep water work and meditation, the blogs that walked my mind out of darkness. 
I call it my unauthorized 90-day transformation <laughs> because what happened is I was blind, but I could see at the end of that, and it blew my mind. Um, and I had the radio show, and I started living and growing out loud, and I really thought I was there. I thought, yeah, I made it, right? <laughs> Little I'd know there was so much more to go, thankfully. And um, a year later on my radio show, a guest, Teresa Springer, came on, a friend of mine, and asked me to do a 90-day transformation and I said, sure, what is it? <laughs> that sounds good. And uh, she told me what it is and that she wanted me to put my blogs into a book. Everyone knew that I wanted to do that, and I hadn't yet. And um, she wanted to use it in a compilation of women's writings in a book she was putting together. And I said, well, cool. Um, there's 13 weeks. It looks like in a 90-day transformation, that's how many blogs I have in, the, in, what my, in my book. Um, the 13th week is the summation, but the 12th is the journey. And I said, I'll, I'll edit one a week. And then by the end of it, we'll have the book ready. And, well, this is a spiritual radio show, so I got to go home and meditate and kind of figure out what I'm going to work on spiritually. And I got home that night, and um, I was meditating. And what came to me was to become balanced in mind, body, and soul to find true love. And um, I cried because... Um, not only did I realize that was going to happen, I knew I was going to change because I, I realized that there was one word that was keeping me my whole life from transforming, and that was transforming. I used to take three months. This is not a joke. You can't make this up. After every relationship ended, um, I would take three months, and I'd call it my transition period. And I would spend three months analyzing what happened, what I could do better, you know, how I could grow forward. I looked for my parts in things. But when I meditated that day, and um, and really knew that I was going to change. It was just so amazing to me you know, that one word had kept me from it all. One word. And so the power of words are, are amazing. And so if we can learn to listen to our words, if we can learn what we're saying, if we can hear through our words, which is my gift, then we can start to change the things that are holding us back that we have no idea. I did my first 90 day transformation and I ended up um, falling in love with myself literally. <laughs> and it sounds so weird, but it was, uh, you know, to become my balanced in mind, body and soul to find true love. And I didn't realize that was to learn to really love me, mm. to love me for who I was and to free myself from all the pain and shame and just the things I detached myself along the way. And, and it was my connection to God, to spirit. And I was blown away. It just, Every time, everybody who goes through this transformation, uh, we use the same book, but everyone's journey is different because everyone who's using the book is different. The book is the jumping off place, but we create by what we're looking at. So the mirror back to us allows us to really penetrate through our own world, through our own words. That led into a second 90-day transformation in Malibu up in Latigo Canyon. And I worked on moving from mind-based thinking to heart-based being. I had to find a platform for my mind to stand on after I broke open my heart chakra, right? <laughs> I didn't know it could close back up. If anybody wants to ask about that, you can call into the station or write a letter. Um, I thought, woo, I'm open, I'm free. You know, there's work to do. We have to practice anything. If you want to be a good doctor, if you want to be a good radio host, if you want to be a good mom, or if you want to be good at your job, uh, athlete, we have to practice what it is that we want to be. And so I had opened my heart, but I didn't know how to practice it yet. So that came the second part of the journey. I also deconstructed um, expectations in relationships with familial members, and um, we deconstruct love. And then the third transformation that I ended up in 
through what was a twin flame catalyst I know now um, was to earn my self-worth. Those are all three of the crowning transformations at uh, internal journeys that create the self-love mastery course. We, we go to um, learn self-love, we learn self-awareness, and then we learn self-worth and we, um, we seat the soul so we could shine bright in the hues of our own intentions. Those courses um, are about a year and a half journey. If you do the whole journey, it's a relationship. I'm with you the whole time. I don't let go of your hand. I am working with you to break through things that, you know, we've collected along our journey, um, inner child work, um, relationship work, um, learning to move past any blocks that we have. Any block will come down to love and fear. Um, if it's with food, working out too much, anything, anything, you know, any coping mechanism. It's not just drugs and alcohol. Anything that takes you away from yourself or your loved ones is a coping mechanism. And there's a way to figure out what it is. And once you do it, you'll be so excited because um, I experience it every day when I work with my clients. I only work with 12 at a time because it's serious work and I don't let go of your hand until you're gone. I really am that soft moving mirror for you to fall into so you can learn to see yourself in a way that will free yourself. And that's one of our new taglines. Once you see yourself, you free yourself. And it's never so true. The journey is called the self-love transformation journey. And I encourage anyone out there who is circling in a pattern that is just not good enough anymore, who keeps finding themselves in the same relationships or, you know, finding themselves in the same pain each year at the same time, who you have a goal, but you you start it and you can hold, the, you know, you move towards it and you're doing really great, but it falls off the table every time before it hits fruition. All of those things lead back to self-love. Until we learn how to love ourselves for who we are, until we can uh, create our own self-worth, we don't have the keys to really create in real time a consistent um, day, because I'd like to say we only are in the day we're in, that's going to provide the results to create the next best day. We set the intention for the next day from the day we're in. Thinking about it is not going to make it happen. But thinking about it is how you get to the step before you start doing it. So if you've been thinking about something for a long time and you realize that you haven't done it, it's a good time to do a transformation or to reach out to find a coach. There's amazing coaches and people that have been through many things in life. And so there will be someone that you can connect to. And that is one of my hopes for this show is to have so many different uh, types of transformation and healing coaches on. So if anyone out there is listening, they can go, oh, I really connect to that lady. I want to I I know what, uh, about working with her. She's been through cancer. She's been through a divorce. Uh, he, um, his wife left him and cheated on him. Or, you know, um, their family doesn't accept them for who they are or they figured out a way to get through that, to power through it, to find self-love and really uh, create a life worth living and sharing with others. So when we all share our stories, story sharing, right? Like Don Avery does through her music, um, then we can find a, a common thread. We're all more alike than we know. Everybody I work with, everyone, I say, we're so alike. We're all hurting from something that we haven't healed. Now, what that is attached to is different, but the pain and what it does to us is very real very similar. All right. Now, speaking of storytelling, you mentioned that you wrote a book. Yeah. What's the name? <laughs> what's the name of the book and how can people get it? I love that you say that. It took me so long to own the, yeah, I did, because I felt like it's a, it's like this co-creative project through spirit. I, sure. At first, I would never take credit. It's interesting in your journey before you start to really earn the I am. It's like, well, I, um, I, 
I was an assistant to Spirit when I wrote it. No, you wrote it, Kelly. You wrote it because if you didn't do it, then it wouldn't be here. Yeah, every <laughs> artist kind of feels like that, yeah, I think, you exactly. know, when they're doing something creative and it just kind of appears almost out of whole cloth, you know. I like, know. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, where did that come from? I don't know, <laughs> it's, but it's right here. because you're the channel for it. That's yes, right. <laughs> exactly. And it took me almost six years to fully own that. Yeah, I did write this book and it is through me and I love it so much. It originally was um, released as internal narcissism, spiritual transformation, and sometimes people have have problems with that world, that word. Um, they don't see the name narcissist; they see narcissist, and that's a, happens a lot with life. We our mind and our programming is seeing or making up things when we look at things. I've read a text from someone before and thought it said one thing and looked at it later, and I'm like, that's not what it said. I'm glad I didn't respond. Right. Um, we have to be very careful with ourselves when we're responding quickly, slow down. And so internal narcissist is my baby. Um, it's a directive from spirit. I, everyone wanted me to change it. I said, I can't. But she did grow up and she turned into internal journeys, which is the coursework I teach now. So there's a website for internal narcissists where I lived and grew out loud my whole spiritual transformation, all the blogs and everything that I was processing and living and growing out loud for five years. Um, and the book is Internal Journeys, A Spiritual Transformation. It's on Amazon as an ebook, and it's about to go to self-print. And it is um, a beautiful book. I, I'm not going to lie. I love it. And if I would have known um, that all the answers were in there a lot sooner, my second and third transformations I'd probably would have been a little easier. <laughs> I tell everybody, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have just went back to my book. You know, because it's like, but you sometimes when we get going, especially for me, I'm an Aquarius, I'm just head forward. You know, I got to go, keep seeking, going forward, going forward. But life's not really as hard as we make it. It's a lot, it's simpler than we think. And we all know who we want to be. And there's tools that we could use every day to secure that position. But we don't do it. So why? Why do we forget to do our affirmations before we go to sleep so we could set the day for tomorrow? Why do we forget to thank God or the universe or however we connect to spirit in the morning for the ability to open our eyes, right? Um, every day is a gift. And when we do transformation work, it's so weird at first because you're like, why are these people so happy? Because we're really happy. Like there's joy in being spiritually awake. There's so much joy. And I would have never known until I got to this side. And so I lived and grew out loud by journey. I shared the parts that were my um, adjustments, but I never shamed my journey because I never have. So when you work with someone, you know, pick someone that you trust because you will share some parts. I share a lot of personal things with my clients. And if a question comes up, I'll answer it wherever I am. But you'll never find me talking about all the things I went through um, online or in a book because it's a story I don't attach to anymore. Um, it's our, our life is our story to write every day. We get to choose every day who we're going to be, if we're going to be happy, if we're going to choose joy, if we're going to work through the pain and sorrow with complete compassion for ourselves and having it. When we shame ourselves, we won't grow forward. And so if you read the book, Internal uh, Journeys of Spiritual Transformation, you'll find something in there for you. Everyone will. And it's um, something you can go back to again and again. It's an actual process. All 12 blogs lead one into the other, and um, they really are lessons, each one, to walk you through and find your center when you're learning how to be in this new place, this new frame of mind. 
Wonderful. You know, uh, we promised that we would take some calls, and I think we're at that about that time. <laughs> and we've only got about five, six minutes left in the show, but we've got enough time to talk to Diana, who's been kind enough to call in from Kirkland. Yay. Diana, welcome. <laughs> Hi, Thank Diana. So <laughs> Hi, Diana. Hi, Kelly. How are, you, how are you doing today? How's everything sound out there? Sounds great. I'm so impressed with this show. Um, of course, KKNW 1150 is my favorite talk radio show. So with my spiritual guide being on this program, I just couldn't be beaming happier. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the reason. I, I, I'm very good to give credit. And you have been my client for over a year and a half. And uh, Diana has constantly said, I really think you should take your message to KKNW. And I kept going, no, no, I'm good where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally I go, guess what? <laughs> yes. You just kind of keep gently pressing when you're spirit led and then the right thing happens. It's so true. It's so true. Have you um, heard anything in the show that sparked your soul strand? Anything you'd like to comment or share on? Or do you have a question for me? I do have, have a question, but I guess quickly, I know we don't have much time, but I just wanted to um, kind of follow what you've been talking about, um, your transformation work. Um, I, I am a student of Kelly J's. I've done the first 90-day transformation, the innate journey, the second 90-day transformation, about ready for the third one. Um, but just kind of to reiterate your message about, for me, this whole journey has been about about learning to look at and honor our light and our dark. And I know that those can kind of just sound like words, but they are so real. Um, you know, like when we're in our light, it's easy to love ourselves. Everything is golden and, you know, you're happy. But then when we hit our shadows or our dark side, that's when, you know, we, we get uh, confused. We get troubled. We're, we're in our fear. And the biggest thing about this transformation work and the journey that Kelly leads you on, and I know everyone's journey is different, but um, you, you develop tools and you realize that you, we, we learn to love both our light and our dark because fear is just unrealized love. It just hasn't been loved through yet. And those are really big tools, um, you know, that we have a choice. I never knew that I had a choice with my emotions. But Kelly is like the master flipper, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> when you get stuck or caught, you know, which we all do, she just has a way of flipping things around, and it's like, well, why not look at it this way? And it's like, oh, I, I never thought of that. Because it's our conditioned mind that, you know, teaches us to, or where we're programmed to, respond of shaming ourselves or judging ourselves and oh that's not good that's not right and in this whole transformation journey i think that's one of the biggest lessons or teaching tools that i have learned that no matter where i am in my life whether it's in my light or my dark i have found a center and a balance and have tools that you do have to practice it takes practice but you have tools that can bring you back into center balance and lead you back to spirit God, um, you know, which, which is the biggest message because he's the one that created us. And I just quickly wanted to say about internal narcissists, uh, when I talk to people about that, I, yeah, I get the same reactions like, well, that's narcissistic to love yourself. 
And it's not at all. I was thinking about this this morning, and it's like, it's not narcissistic to love yourself. God created us. Wouldn't he want us to love ourselves? We love God. He created us. So, of course, we should love ourselves. We should learn to love all parts of ourselves and honor ourselves. So, anyway, mm, that's, that's just beautiful. what I wanted to comment on. <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's so true. When we learn how to love our dark, when we can flip that script, as we were talking at the beginning of the show, right? We're going to um, open up that welcome mat so we can let in new information to try and see through. We're going to look at, oh, if I'm, if I'm upset or if that doesn't you know, feel good, then that's a place for me to learn to grow. I can go, instead of running away from that feeling, I can turn around and sit down with it and ask myself, what am, what am I trying to show myself? Um, you know, we do the triple flip, I call it, at internal journeys. Um, most people do mirror work looking out. And then you look back, but there's a, then I always say there's one more way up to, to jump out of that and actually see yourself, seeing yourself, seeing yourself. And so, um, and that has a lot to do with faith, um, to be able to look at exactly who you're being, to realize that fear is just unrealized love and that it's okay to have bad days and that you can pull yourself back to center immediately as, as soon as you love yourself. Um, you know, people narcissism I never studied it I don't look anywhere I don't want to put things in my mind that I don't have room for uh, um, but narcissism would be I guess the negative part of narciss uh, um, internal narcissists right it's when we're we're loving through fear and ego versus choosing love um, you know they say the seven deadly sins well there's the seven virtues so when we're looking at the negative when we're operating from the negative side the seven sin side then we're looking at work false ego fear pride judgment, um, all the you know, negative aspects of feelings, um, those feelings. But we have the positive side of those too, right? There's positive ego. There's positive pride. There's positive vanity. There's positive aspects to loving ourselves. But we weren't shown to look at that part in a way that's worldwide. People know about it, but you're going to learn more about it here at Internal Journeys and at Conscious Speaks. I swear you will. I've got lessons that I want to share. We've got healers coming on to share theirs. People will call in like Diana. I want to thank everyone out there for listening today. Anyone who's going to listen later, um, namaste, love and namaste. Thank you for joining us today at Conscious Speaks Radio, a place where we come together each week to discuss the mysteries of life, the light and the dark, the sweet and the salty, the divine mysteries of being human, a place where we mentally hold hands, naturally gravitating to each other through the cosmic airwaves of space and time, knowing like bees to honey and goodness, this is a place to take comfort in the knowing that it is from and through each other that we grow in our greatest leaps and bounds. <laughs> 